there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy for the Ages, the show where a father and son sit down and talk about Wheel of Time, fantasy fiction, sci-fi, anything like that that we happen to be interested in and want to talk about. Today, we've got an episode where it's one of those times Zach is not around because we're going to be talking about The Expanse. He hasn't read them. He hasn't watched it. I don't know what his problem is. Now, I do know what his problem is. There's too much good stuff out there to enjoy, and he just hasn't got to these yet. So he can't watch this. He can't listen. He'll get around to it eventually. But I do have some people I've brought in with me for this episode, some guests, friends that have watched, have read, love The Expanse, and I'm going to bring them in one at a time, introduce them. They're going to talk with me about this, and I think you'll enjoy this episode then. So... First off, I'm going to bring in Jake. Welcome, Jake. Hey, Jim. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, there was no way I could do this show, this episode, without you in some way, because I never heard of The Expanse until you started pumping it on our Discord channel and saying, what? The Expanse? And it was like weeks, maybe months that you kept dropping until I finally went, you know, I think I think I'll try this now. And, well, and then it was a few months while it was on your TBR while you're finishing up some other stuff, too. So Exactly. So, like, okay, I'll get to it eventually. And then, thank you so much. You're <laughs> welcome. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have, because there's only, you know, people, a lot of people have seen the show. A bare handful of our friends, that I'm aware of at least, have read the books. So it's it's been nice to be able to talk about some stuff uh, about the books with you. So Totally. And definitely part of what we'll talk about here today is kind of the comparison between those Mm -hmm. two. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Well, once we were going to be doing something like this, I knew, you know, back in my head, we're going to get to this episode eventually. But I'm talking to all sorts of people then about, hey, The Expanse. I love The Expanse now. It's great. And another of our friends who I'm going to bring in now, Leia. Hello. She heard about, hey, you like The Expanse now too? And apparently... She likes the expanse. So she just kind of mentioned at one point, one conversation, we were doing something together. You're like, hey, if you're ever going to do an episode about this, I'd love to come talk about that. Yeah, I think what I actually did was like, oh my God, dips, 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 dips. Um, that, that sounds exactly <laughs> what I remember. Yes. You, you made me sound so much more professional than I was when I knew that you were going to be doing this episode. Uh, totally. I got very excited (laughs) and so then here we are you know and it's time now i got through the books pretty fast because they're so good i just kept reading and reading and reading and and for me not just the books but also the short stories because they were all published when i started so i kind of i found one of those reading lists online and okay where should you fit the short stories in and that's how i did it Mm. now Jake, you've read the short stories, but your experience was different. When Correct. did you read them? Uh, I read the short stories after I finished the series. So I, I kind of read all the short stories all together. Yeah, yeah. In order of like time frame, but right. you know, all pretty much all at once. See, that's uh, a very different experience than, the, than what I had. Uh, earlier this year, I want to say March, April, maybe they released the full collection of short stories. So I was able to get that on uh, audio and hardcover. So I can kind of do whatever I wanted to. 
Yeah, and I didn't realize that they had released everything, all the short stories in one Audible. So I've been a cheap ass and just like, I don't want to pay a credit for. Which is fair because they're only about two, two, three hours each. Yeah, some of them are yeah, really exactly. short. So whereas I can pay a credit for something like Brandon Sanderson's Rhythm of War, which is 50 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's just like, I'm looking for those longer books yeah. to make it a more of a cost value. But, but now, like now that like again, I didn't realize Jake, like you said, that that's all been released as one package. So now, like as soon as we get off this, you know what I will be doing. There you go. Because yes, <laughs> you're really missing some key pieces. You know, there are stories, there are series mm-hmm. of books out there that you know, short stories are like the author wanted to throw a little something in for the fans or something. Yeah, these short stories add some critical little nuggets that mm-hmm. when you don't have them, you figure it out. But the story is mm-hmm. not as rich as it could be. Yeah, not so. necessarily nece- necessary, but they are fun fun to be able to listen to or read uh, in between the books. Well, and just honestly, anything extra that I can get with the Expanse, I will take. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. You know, and, and a few of them, I mean, I, like I'd throw in, Jake, just the tale Strange Dogs. Yeah. You didn't have a chance to read that one. You're left going, what's going on for a while? in in the main stories that would have made more sense if you'd had Mm -hmm. that short story first yeah we'll get more into the details here in a little bit though i'm I'm jumping out of order so (laughs) let let me let me come back to that i I will say though it is kind of fun to go or it was fun to go back and read them after completing the main story and then kind of filling in the gaps that way uh it's like oh oh oh, sure oh that makes sense now Yeah, yeah yeah Ah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I want to hang up on you guys and go listen to these now. <laughs> Again, I don't want to spoil those for you at all, but oh. another one oh. I'll just say, though, is Amos makes a lot more sense with one of the short stories that you'll get. You go, yeah, oh, very much so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have some that are fun with uh, with Eric later on in life from yeah. uh, season five. I think it was Amos's buddy from Baltimore. Yeah. They did a nice job of weaving the short stories into the TV series. That's they really cool. did. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, this is just the problem of how excited I am about The Expanse. <laughs> and I'm just plowing into conversations yeah. already. But there are a few other things on the show we like to do before we get into our regular content. So let me take a moment to talk about that. One is just to literally say, how you guys doing? Having a good week? Having a good day? It's been a good week. Good day. It has not been a good day for me uh work just kind of sucked but like the game message you guys before is like i am so much looking forward to tonight like this is the only reason i haven't just gone and slept the day off because like i am excited for this show well there you go you know some days are like that and that's part of why we have fantasy and sci-fi fiction we escape oh from things for a while yeah Totally. It, yeah, it makes life tolerable because, you know, you have good days, you have bad days, and you've got to figure out how to make the bad days good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm in a different time zone, so I'm over on the Pacific, the West Coast. And so mm-hmm. basically I worked, 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 and then, okay, and I was working from home today. So it's like, got to stop and make a drink now. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I literally just got done with work, and here we are. Five o'clock somewhere, right? There's no nap. There's no gap time. It's just jumping in. Yeah. And that, that's fun, too. Dinner is cooking in a crock pot in the background somewhere. So I've got a smell in the house. It's very pleasant. Oh. 
My wife gets home from work later and we'll have food. Yeah. But later we've got stuff (laughs) to talk about. Yeah. One other thing I always like to do for our fans is what else are people reading? Because so much of of what I read is things like Jake told me about The Expanse. You know, you learn about things from other people. So what are you reading right now? It can be something you're rereading or something new that you're excited about. Tell us what you're reading. I want to know. I'm honestly finishing a reread of The Expanse. So um, I just finished uh, Tiamat's Wrath, which is the second to last book. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I think in the series, it's my favorite book. It's the third time I've listened to this one. And I'm just about to pick up uh, Leviathan Falls. And then after that... My plan is to, I've been in this reread cycle of so many series. I've done Wheel of Time. I've reread, listened to so much of the Cosmere stuff. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to start listening to new things. I need to branch like, <laughs> out. And so um, I'm soliciting from friends. I think I'm going to do The Getting in the Ninth. Yeah, whatever that, that book series is. Uh-huh. So lesbian space pirates sounds wonderful to me so <laughs> and it's literally on the cover like lesbian space pirates i was like you know what you had me at lesbian but then you had space pirates cool <laughs> awesome jake how about you then this week i've tried to do a little bit of research get prepared for this so i listened to the first and the last of the expanse books and I finally wrapped up the final short story, which I was, I've been putting off the final short story for a few months because that means I'm done with this series. And so I, I took the time this afternoon to listen to it while I was finishing up at work and kind of finishing up uh, the last hour before uh, jumping on to here, which it was fantastic. But last week I started a, uh, a Mistborn reread. I uh, got, got through uh, the first two books of Mistborn and I'm just going to continue on that next week. Um, getting ready for a forward. Era one or era two? You're so, you're prepping for the lost metal. That, I am, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got that on my docket for yeah, because that yeah. comes out in November, right? Correct. I think yeah, so. so. Yeah. I I plowed through uh, the Cosmere last year, and I I went through it really fast. I know I didn't get as much out of it as I should have. So that's kind of my plan for this year is to to really take my time with the Cosmere and I'm thoroughly enjoying the reread of Mistborn. It rereads really well. Yes. It, it does. Uh, yeah, Mistborn yeah. was my first foray into the Cosmere. So it's kind of has that little special place in my heart. And it's Same so thing. much fun. Yeah. I think I can say though, that as great as era one is era two is more fun. Oh, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> So I'm excited to finish up this one and get into two. I, and I know some people aren't a fan of Era 2. Like, they're not as in love with the characters as they are with the first one. But, I mean, you know, same thing with lesbian space pirates, like cowboys doing mm-hmm. magic. Um, please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> get them up and do some magic. I love it. Yeah. Era 2 does the reread even better than Era really? 1, honestly. Awesome. Yeah, because... Yeah, you get the the humor more. You appreciate the characters mm-hmm. more. I, you know, when I first started Era Two, I remember reading that first book, going, "What's going on? 
this so well this, this is misborn anymore what happened it was such a shocking change yeah, yeah. but uh you, you grow to appreciate it and, well, and especially uh, with knowing that there's elements from rhythm of war that you can pull in you pull this big cosmere thing yeah, yeah so yeah. one of the um Stormlight, the last, the latest Stormlight Archives book, um, the fact that there are characters, it won't do too spoiler on that one, but there are things <laughs> that get pulled in somehow, yeah. like knowing those details, I can't wait to go back and see if there's mm -hmm. little Easter eggs. Not to derail too much, but uh, reading um, Final Empire, <laughs> I screenshot where I was on the Audible listening and I was, I mean, it's not really spoiler, it was like first Hoyd sighting, oh shit. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. You don't you don't realize it the first time through, and then you read the rest of the Cosmere and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. He's somebody. Well, and then people, you know, Elantris, oh, so Sanderson's good. first story, he republished as a 10th anniversary with Hoyd. Nice. Wasn't there the first time now? Oh, look who I That's have now. <laughs> this is turning into a Cosmere podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried a couple of times to get into Elantris and it's, I just can't get into it right now. I'll try it again next year. It's early Sanderson. So yeah. there's a difference. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's a nice, yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to consider it like where it falls in the scheme. Yeah, like it was sure. probably one of the first books that he published. Um, but, but it still goes to how brilliant he is. Like he had this vision even then. Yeah. So even though he was like, you know, baby new author. Mm -hmm. um, he had this big world, like not even a world, like a universe that he wanted to make. And there, and you get those little tiny Easter eggs that are in that, especially if you've read other Cosmere books. So awesome! Well, I'm excited you know, to get into and yet, it. Writing is a creative process, so don't believe Brandon Sanderson if he tells you he had everything figured out already oh, before he yeah, wrote. No. It's, it's growing with him as he mm -hmm. develops it. Yeah, and, yes. but yeah. he still had the the basic bones. You can tell there's yeah, too he, much yeah, laid into yeah. stuff for him to mm -hmm. have just figured this out later. No, exactly. he's got an idea. Yeah, he's like, I need this little part to exist eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna write it now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jake, I need to jump back. You said you read the final short story in the Expanse. Which one was that? Because you're reading in that Memories Legion thing. Yeah, uh, Memories Legion. I have it right here. It is called The Sins of Our Fathers. It was released with this earlier this year. I haven't read that yet. Wait a second. I thought I'd read all of those. There's Yikes. another <laughs> short story now. There's oh. one final short story for you, Jim. <sighs> okay. No spoilers. Oh, <laughs> Don't really ruin hard. it for us. Okay. Jim, I know what both you and I are going to be doing after this podcast. Uh -huh. so. Yep. Yep. And I will <laughs> buy it, whatever it takes. I know. I'm a completionist, so now that I know there's a piece out there I didn't finish, yeah, I, right. I got to go do that. Right? I, yeah. I won't give details away about what happens. It does answer one of your questions you kind of had a, had prepared for us to, to ask us, and it does talk about Philip and Aros, Marco and Naomi. Oh. So. Okay. Good to know there's more to be learned, because I was just left dangling. Yeah. Both in the TV and the books, just dangling. So uh, the, I will uh, say the name he gives is the name that he stuck with. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, Philip Nagata. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. So, well, you know, uh, West Coast time. I've got enough hours. I'll get that one done today. Yeah, it's it's like two, two <laughs> and a half on audio if you listen to it at one at one time speed. So. 
Uh, all right. What I'm reading, I haven't talked about yet. I'm reading three different things right now besides Wheel of Time because I'm always rereading that. Correct, yeah. Zach and I are working right. through it for the podcast anyways. I'm reading The Way of Shadows, book one of the Night Angel trilogy by Brent Weeks. Ooh. It's been amazing. Loving it. I'm almost done with the first <laughs> book. So that's been great. I'm also on the final book of something old sci-fi kind of fantasy-ish from the Book of the New Sun by Gene Wolfe reading the fifth book. This is a series a lot of people never finish. It's dense and uses his vocabulary is ridiculous. He uses so many words and half of them he made up. It, it's I respect it. But again, I will finish. Very so, fantasy. <laughs> I'm almost like the last third of the last book. I'm almost there. But awesome. That's quite an push it through. Push it through. You you got it. We have faith in you. I, yeah, I will get there. I will make it. So that, that that's just been there, and I continue to pile through. <laughs> and uh, the last book that I've been working on is on our Discord channel. We started a a book club for the Dragon Riders of Pern. So I'm on the second book of that now, Dragon Quest. I've read like the first sixteen, but there's twenty six books in that series. So we're going to read them all now. It's going to take us like a year and a half to get through yeah. all of this. But That's like Wheel of Time level commitment. You got it. Yeah, uh, I can do that. Got it. I was, uh, I was talking to to one of the, the Discord fellows, um, Amis Farstrider, uh, mm-hmm. the other evening and because she, she's doing the the book club with you right um it's that's one of the series that i haven't delved into uh... and she was going you know check it out i'm more of an audio person myself i can't reconcile spending a credit on a two and a half hour book so i'm really trying to find a collection or i'm going to start looking at some used bookstores and try to find the collection then then you know I'll, I'll jump in yeah you should be able to i mean like i've got the first three books as an omnibus they're all mm-hmm. together and i'm sure you can find audio versions like I'm that sure. too yeah my cat just bit my stomach. Because you're on camera. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Live show, people. I've actually been looking at going to my library, especially because I have been wanting to do these short stories. So Jake, thank you for telling me that they were all together. Because I'm yeah. the same way. I can't justify a credit for three hours. And um, and there's like eight unfortunately, because life, I, I only listen to audio now. Like, unfortunately, like, even though I have physically bought the Expanse books, I li- literally have never even opened it. Yeah. Because. Like, brand new. Yeah. yeah. I have it for reference just because. Yeah. And just like. I, I walk everywhere. I live in Washington, D.C. I don't have a car. I, I literally walk everywhere. Mm-hmm. So my books are my best. My audio books are my best friends. So, yeah. um, you know, Kate Redding and Michael Kramer are frequently yeah, are. in my head. Literally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and that's also another thing that I love. The gentleman who reads the Expanse books really does good. such an amazing job. And when he switches characters, because it's a POV book, mm-hmm. he has a different tonality for each character. You know who he's talking to. Nice. I can just like, if if I just picked up the audiobook, like p- clicked something randomly, I would automatically know who it is by his tonality. He does such a great job. He does a great job for the Belter Creole too. Like just oh really? Uh, that had to take some practice to get oh, get sure. into the swing of. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness! Seriously. <laughs> Your cat again? 
this is my life. I could hear the cat that time. Yeah, the Chaka. <laughs> yep. Which one is that? Paka does not want it. Paka, this one's Paka, and then Wilder is um, trying to play, and Paka's not having it. Oh, funny. Uh, okay. One more thing before we talk more expanse, then. In this in this podcast, we usually are drinking something. That's just kind of how it works. For our Wheel of Time ones, I usually make a fresh creation. Jake suggested I do that this time, too. So... I made an expanse tale. This is my freshly made one called Avasarala's Revenge. Nice. I, uh, I, I didn't good. have grenadine for mine. I just had uh, some some cherries and some juice. So I used some some stuff. So mine's not as quite as pink as yours. Uh, but but you got the wedge of lime. So you have that it. next level quality on yours. <laughs> this drink recipe will be on our Discord. We'll also drop it in our Instagram. It's got tequila, triple sec, whiskey, lemon juice, lime juice, and something for color. <laughs> you just heard Jake had one option. I had something else. And Jake just disappeared for a moment. We'll watch for him to come back. <laughs> it wasn't his cat. Can't blame the cat. <laughs> but Leah, tell us what you're drinking because you got something different. Yes, I do. I'm not much of a tequila person. It does make me like I'm one of those people that tequila does not make mm. me happy. But what I do love is grapefruit juice. And in the books, Naomi, who's one of my favorite characters, loves this grapefruit martini. And it's always from Holden's POV. And he's always grossed out. But he, since he loves her so much and he's such a good partner, he's always getting her this really gross grapefruit martini. And every time that comes up in the Perfect. books, I'm like, I yeah. want that so badly. So um, I looked up a grapefruit martini recipe. It's very easy. It's grapefruit juice, vodka, and canoche. I don't know what that is. Canoche? It's a orange liqueur. Okay. Yeah. So it is just like it's just a little bit of that. And yeah, and it's delicious. If you love grapefruit juice, if you are able to drink grapefruit juice, I could not recommend this more. Uh, and I did send them the recipe that I was using. Perfect. So we'll get it up there. Send us a picture even. Jake, welcome back. <laughs> Are you back now? I think so. We'll try. <laughs> you sound like you're back. It all looks good now. All right. Smart let me just <laughs> cover some of the basic facts of The Expanse. Uh, what do we know about it? What can we find about it? It's a science fiction series written by James S.A. Corey, mm -hmm. who's really two different people. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how that came about, but Daniel Abraham, Ty Frank, collaborated, wrote the story began with a bang in 2011 with Leviathan Wakes, which won the 2012 Hugo Award for Best Novel that year. There it is. Thank you. And then in, let's see, it also so it won that one Hugo, but then the series as a whole won a Hugo again in 2020 for being the best series around at that time. And it wasn't even done yet. Wow. So that was when it was almost done. Yeah. There are nine books in the series. Uh, Leviathan Falls is the last one, which came out in 2021. And then numerous novellas and short stories. All essential, my opinion, essential. And Leia's going to agree after she goes <laughs> and reads the rest of them then. Oh, I, like I've, I've been wanting to read, like, again, I'm just a cheap ass and refuse to pay <laughs> credit. 
And I've checked my local bookstores and they I, they just don't have the small ones. Yep. I and I, I just didn't take the research to realize that there are some. Well, and and apparently I haven't even read all the short stories either. Jake didn't <laughs> tell us till today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for my weekend homework. Not I'm not gonna lie. Sorry. <laughs> I skip the Jimmy Buffett concert to listen to these books. Wait, now, wait, hold on a second. No, I won't. Did you say I'm skip the Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett concert? concert? I might listen to the books while well, I'm at so the Jimmy Buffett I'm, concert. <laughs> I saw Jimmy Buffett where I live a few weeks, or I guess it's about a month and a half or so ago. Don't skip it. It was a great show. <laughs> oh, I've, I've okay. been doing Jimmy Buffett since I was like, my parents brought us to Jimmy Buffett. Oh, you had awesome. I've loved Jimmy there. Buffett for years and finally got to go as a career. Jimmy Buffett is like there you go. life. So that's awesome. That's yeah. Fun. So when I say it's five o'clock somewhere, I'm, I'm not just... ironically saying that. I'm saying it because I love the song and I drink all the time saying it's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, so sorry to derail. This is what we but... do on this show. Come on. Yeah. And, um... and every content creator I know does the same thing. Tangents I, are life. I, I can't yeah. remember. No. Okay. So I've heard this. I forget who said it. The fans come for the content. They stay for the tangents. It's true. So <laughs> absolutely. Whenever when I saw Buffett earlier this year, a few weeks ago, <laughs> I forget what song he opened with, but his second song was Fins. And apparently there, there are oh, so good. Yes. Yeah, apparently there are multiple yeah. different chapters of Fin heads that go to concerts around and they wear these huge foam oh on their heads. Yeah. And then they go yeah. down the aisles of the concerts while he's playing the song, and it was beautiful. I will. Uh, I think I have a picture right. of, uh, of, of a group of them, and I'll post it in your Discord somewhere uh, after we get finished here. So I'm not gonna lie. I bought this. I haven't opened it yet. So we're doing it live on the show. Is it a fin? Uh, no, it is fifty. Hey, all right. Yeah. So this we will. There's only eight of us going together, and I bought fifty. I have. Nice. I bought a there sticker. Is. I bought a they sticker that I haven't put on anything yet. <laughs> nice. So we yeah. were supposed to go last year, but it got postponed because you know things. Of course. Now I feel like we should bring, be drinking margaritas. No, no, this is a great drink. <laughs> we're, we're derailing this early. It's a great drink. There you go. This drink actually isn't that far off of a margarita if you think about what's in it. Yeah, it's, got it's really not. Honestly, if you just blended it up and stuck it in with a whole bunch of ice, you could have a frozen margarita. Yeah, with some whiskey. It, it's like it's, it kind of yeah. Is I mean, the whiskey's added in there, which is a little different, but otherwise, it's a margarita. Yeah, you put different booze and margaritas. Haven't you ever been to like one of those crazy margarita places where they have like all the weird versions of them? The ones that that they drop the whole Corona upside down in. You know, just leave the bottle there. That is so good. Like it's so gross. Absolutely. No, I've had so it. It's good. good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I only talked about the books. Anywho, there's books. also a TV show. Have you guys heard there's a TV oh, show of the Expanse? We yeah. talked about the show. <laughs> so Sci-Fi Network adapted the Expanse for TV, yep. ran for three seasons, uh, 2016 through 2018, basically. Uh, technically, it started late December 2015, but okay. Sci-Fi, yes. in their failure of wisdom, canceled the show after the third season. Then there was a fan Which revolt. Which do shows all the Petitions. time. We, yeah, I know. Shows get canceled all the time. They don't always get pulled back by the fans. This one did. So 
fantastic. Yes. Jericho is another one that got pulled back. There you go. Well, and honestly, I think Amazon picking it up was one of the best things that happened for the show because having Christian Avancella be able to actually say fuck (laughs) all the time. And she did then. Yes. 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 It's one of like, yeah. So she goes like, like you said, the first three seasons, she's she's Shakespearean she's, she's <laughs> level yeah. of and then she anger becomes crotchety of and wrath, it's great. Um, <laughs> but but the fact that like she's actually able to say the F U C K word <laughs> is so brilliant. Like, like it's and, I I can't say the F word without in my head having yeah. her like encouraging me. And and, and, and Shore is such a good officer, Allah. Yeah. Totally. There's nobody yep. else that can play her. Um, now, are yeah. you guys on board with yes, Cad Swain? Yeah, I mean, yeah. My initial casting for her would have been Lady Bashir. Um, I think she'd be wonderful with whatever role she plays. Um, but uh, my initial Cad Swain was mentally Ooh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Me like huh. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Like that would be wonderful. I, mean, I love like, her. There's but, no like I oh, hide Cad Swain. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, so, no, but I like I like Shori as Katswain, obviously, but also Cerulea. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you do a great job with that too. Well, and those two yeah, are just yeah, such yeah. a pair. They're, they're, they're the so, same, just different yeah. upbringings. And I love how on, on yeah. Twitter she's on board. Yes. She's like, yeah, Rafe, call me. You know, yeah. <laughs> there, there was like uh she yeah. posted something and uh, I think wanna say Rafe kind of put a heart emoji on it just a few hours ago. I've been seeing some stuff come across the feed to me. And... No. Yeah, she she shared some, she posted something about the the love and the outpour the outpouring of love from the Will of Time community and even uh one of oh uh, Ariel Burgess. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh gosh, that artwork is so beautiful. Yeah, she redid her original Catswain portrait so with uh, with a uh, officer with uh, Shore. She yeah. did that. I <laughs> saw someone that doctored it. I yeah. didn't really was it was no, Ariel that, that who was did her. it to her own. She, she adjusted yeah. her original work to have Shore as Catswain uh, oh, and Catswain yes. or as oh god and Shore yeah. shared it and yeah. and yeah, it's been awesome. So I would love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, and I saw that last weekend. I've kind of been off of social media because um, again, yeah. life is just yeah. busy. Yeah. And uh, but 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 I started messaging my friends. I was like, "Did I miss something?" Like, is <laughs> it official? It yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I was so I was freaking. out. I was like, "What did I just miss?" The like, fandom oh will go Either crazy if that actually or, happens, or they're just fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Seriously, just announce her already. <laughs> and to be honest, as much as I would love it, I'm really okay with them just messing with us. Yeah, <laughs> change my words for having a time. <laughs> but so okay, yeah. Amazon takes well, us as, over as, as long as they pass her for yes. something. And this was not just a good move for the expanse that Amazon took it over. This was a good move for Amazon. Yes, I mean it bolstered their profile yeah. too, and I mean they were just pulling more mm-hmm. and more quality shows they're producing now that you know. Nobody yeah. used to talk about Amazon for TV. No, you buy really? stuff on Amazon. That's what I, yeah, yeah. they mail me things. What? Right. You know, yeah. but now it's one of those streaming packages just about everybody is subscribing to. Yeah. And The Expanse was part of it. Well, I'd actually started, what I before I even knew there were books, I had started watching the show. Um, and one thing that I talk about with my parents, so since this is a 
father-son show, one thing that I talk about specifically with my dad, he's a big sci-fi fan. He doesn't typically... He, he's more of a documentary, like like articles person, but he does have mm-hmm. sci-fi books mm-hmm. that he loves. And that's what he and I connect on a lot is discussing those. And when I started telling him that, oh, there's this cool new sci-fi show that I started watching, he's like, yeah, you know there's books. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. I, uh, nice. I, yeah, I didn't know that there were books until I was... I, it's probably season four or five. I read the books. I read all the books in between seasons five and six. Yeah, I think that's about where, yeah. So I was, I, and I'd seen the first few seasons of the show multiple times. It's one of my comfort shows. I throw it on the mm-hmm. background. The mm-hmm. space shots are so good. And just how, not necessarily even scientifically accurate, but as close to Although, scientifically accurate as you can get for TV. We'll talk about it's that. Really, I really a pretty good job. We'll get a great there. Job. It's really close, yeah. yeah. This is one where, you know, I read all the books first because I could, you know, and the, the show's waiting and I'll get to it, you know. I had a choice. I could have gone either way, but I'll always read the books first if I can. Because there's source material. I want to know that first and then see how they adapt something. And I know that's not how everybody does, mm-hmm. but that's how I do. Now, of course, this series, Amazon ran it for three more seasons. I thought it was hilarious to, in my research, find they did the fourth season all in one day. It just all dropped on December 12th, 2019. I that's when season four came out. Just yeah. hmm. And I nice. mean, Netflix does it all the time. Yeah, they- that's, that's, that's the way, yeah. yeah, that's the way the streaming services used to adapt. And I think that they- But Amazon I- has shifted since then. And, you know, so the last two seasons came yeah. out with like, drop yeah. the first they- three and then weekly after that. That's kind of their pattern now. I think Game of Thrones, like in the, especially the final two seasons of Game of Thrones, how people would have uh-huh. watch parties and it kind of changed the way streaming yeah. services. Because yes, there's a great, there's so much benefits of just doing a binge all the way through. So essentially it's an all day movie. Right. But then, but you lose the hype of what's going to happen next. Yeah. So a lot of I think Amazon's media. found a sweet spot when they'll drop yeah. three. What What's the point of having a cliffhanger if all the episodes are available at the same time? Yes, exactly. Well, and Disney does that. They mm-hmm. they drop three. So like Obi-Wan yeah. just got, um, yeah. or Kenobi. Yeah. We know. Yeah. We gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Now, of course, the TV series then ends after the sixth season. The story's not done. Hello. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Moving in. But moving through my outline of stuff to talk about. I say yeah. we should get to personal experiences with the series. I think we've kind of covered that already. I mean, of how we found it and TV yeah. first, yeah. then books, books we, we, first, we, then TV. Yeah. We know. jumped her out. <laughs> um, I, I will We're say, bad. let me jump in real quick. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed being able to watch the show and then read the books with this series, especially because there there were some changes that were made, especially in the, in the middle of the series of, you know, about yeah. four, five, six. Mm-hmm. But to kind of get a headcanon of what these characters looked like and sounded like. So as I'm reading the words on the page or list, because actually, I actually read these physical books. I didn't listen to them the first time. Mm-hmm. So I could have Stephen Strait's voice in my head as Holden or <laughs> uh, every, everybody. Some but I thought they did cast but, it pretty well for what matched with oh, as yeah. a reader first. So I'm well. like... These work. They, 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 they did a really few, nice job. 
DeAmos casting, which very different from his description, but I thought that actor did a fantastic he, job. He owned yes. the character. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, that's such, like, Amos is so, I, I can't even imagine trying to toe the line that Amos does, and that actor is, I we don't know his name. I'm and I haven't seen him in anything else names, yet. But, he was in, uh, yeah, in Tenet, he, he had a small role in Tenet. Uh, I've only watched part of that movie. Okay, oh, really? um, okay. and I only really know that because I listened to his uh, his podcast with Ty Frank, one of the actors who is uh... James S.A. Corey. All right. Oh, and okay. so he's talked about that. He's been in a few other things that I haven't seen. And his name will come to me at some point and I'll shout it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, there is one other thing I can share personal experience with the series and that I recommended it to my daughter, my 28 year old daughter. She likes fantasy fiction, but she leans more towards sci-fi actually. But a lot of things over the years I've recommended to her. She's like, yeah, dad. <laughs> but she actually looked into reading these books and sucked in. She, she, and now having finished them, she's like, yeah, maybe, maybe I need to start listening to a little more of what dad suggests. I might like. <laughs> and as a father, I'm sure that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Finally start listening to dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only took 28 years, but yeah. <laughs> details, details. When I had this thing, like my baby sister, she's watched a couple of the episodes of the show. And when I went out to visit them in San Diego, her and her husband are both Wheel of Time okay. newbies. So they had so many questions. Like we actually started rewatching, but they were like, what else would you recommend? I was like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you about this book series that I'm kind of obsessed with now. And so she and her husband have been um, reading the books together. I don't think they've watched the show. I think they watched a couple of episodes of the show and decided they wanted to do the books first together. My kind of people and then watch like it. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, well, yeah. I I'm with you. Always book first because like, in, like I'm sure we're going to get into it, but the books, like there's just so much so many details and the the show i think does a really good job of including all those details and they do it in such a nuanced mm -hmm. way that if you didn't know to look for it because i when i i watched i think like four or five seasons or whatever <laughs> 10 seasons of the show but then started reading the books i was like why didn't they ever talk about the juice and all that it, it's literally in the first fucking episode <laughs> so it's you, there yeah. but it's yeah. so nuanced that they you make a brilliant point that is part of the strengths of this series and and i want to yeah. touch on it in a circuitous sure. way my wife and i like a lot of the same tv stuff Okay, and and we look for it, and then she's got her guilty pleasure stuff where I'm like, no, I've got, I'm, I'm gonna go edit. Okay, watch that, and then <laughs> other things were, give me a good horror movie, and she's like, no, you know. So we have our separates, but it, there's a lot of things we can enjoy together. Well, Wheel of Time obviously was coming to the TV, and we'd never been able to get her to read those books, but since she knew this was when I was gonna make her sit down and watch, she finally <laughs> sat down to read the books. And now she's on Crossroads of Twilight and can't wow. stop reading. I mean, wow. she got so sucked in. So victory there. Well, but the expanse. Hey, cheers, let's cheers to that. Cheers yeah, to that. there you go. Thank you. With the expanse, that was one where she's never going to read those books. But she did sit down to watch with me. And the first two, three episodes, I'm like, 
okay, there's a reason for that. Do you want me to tell you the reason for that? And, and she's like, no, no, just let me watch. And after a while, I, I stopped losing the urge to have to because the show does do a really good job of just laying the story out there. And she watched all the way through with me. She enjoyed it thoroughly. So that's a strength. Yeah. Both the books, they grip you. There's so much to them, but the adaptation mm -hmm. really delivers well too. Well, and that's, that's, yeah. um, that has a lot to say about the adaptation because it does tell the story mm -hmm. of the first six books. Yeah. <laughs> I've said this to many people. I could write a thesis on how the true story of the expanse doesn't start until book seven. Yes. I'm not arguing. Preach it. I, yeah. I actually very much agree. And now granted the first six are awesome. They, and they're, they're all set they're, up yes. for the real story though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're, you're not going to get any arguments. I mean, I could do devil's advocate if you wanted no, to. No, let's have fun. Let's just agree. And I didn't say this earlier. It was in my notes, but if anyone's this far in and hasn't figured it out already, this is a full spoiler episode. Full we will spoilers. talk about whatever we want from these books. Okay. When, when, when you go to edit, just like put a, a flash on the screen. There you go. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, there, there's so much that's good to this. It's a it's a crime that the show doesn't go on, but the authors of the books, they still they're on record saying this is just on hiatus. That the show will finish sometime. Isn't there talks of doing something like Firefly, where they might do like a feature length movie to finish it off? Something. They've got to do something to finish. Yeah. And partly yeah. because some of the things they laid out in season five and six was all to prep for the future, especially six. And that stuff's just, why is it there now? It makes no sense. Well, and yeah, and a lot of the story is actually something that happens completely off screen 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So like with the kids, they, it, that was very interesting to see. Oh, now I'm totally spacing on their names. Um, but Kara and Zan, I just read it. Yeah, <laughs> I just read yeah there you go. There you go. <laughs> like seeing how they actually get to yeah. the state that they're like, the symbiotic mm -hmm. proto-molecule. Proto and one of the things I love about the series so much is what happens to Amos. Yeah. And the ending with Amos. And yeah. nobody's getting any of that from Nobody the TV is. series. I, like, I don't know if we want to jump ahead to like, this is one of the best conclusions so of the good. series. It yes. makes really so much more, but also it ties a little bow and you could be done. Like they could go on and yeah. write another series about after that ending, but could, also yeah. leave mm -hmm. it up to us and just have our own headphones. I'm good with it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And the fact that like 10,000 years yep. later yep. or whatever. And of all the that people that, that, that happens to, Amos is the perfect person for that to happen to. Similarly to the Wheel of Time. Amos is Hoyd. That's fair. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Just just not as creative. <laughs> like he's, he's the quiet part of like Hoyd's multiple personality. <laughs> but you know, something I love about the Amos character is he's, he's one who's going to do what's got to get done. Yeah. And something, and it's not that he doesn't feel anything. He's just, it doesn't matter. It's got to get done. It's got to get done. Yeah. You know, he, there's a real yeah. disconnect between aspects of his personality there, you know, which is tied from his past. Yeah. It's, it's a practical. But can, he's yeah. the guy who's going to do it. He'll pay the price. He doesn't care. He's going to do it. I almost say yeah. it's like a good uh, representation of sociopathic tendencies. <laughs> well, but also, I, like, I'm going to do a quick trigger warning. I'm going to talk about rape and 
rape of children. Skip ahead a few minutes if you don't want to hear that. Yeah, so quick trigger warning for that one. Yes, so that's what happened to him as a mm-hmm. kid. So he was able to, like, in spite of being born to a prostitute, being raised okay. in uh, yeah. where, where, yeah, well, and where children yeah. were yeah. sold yeah. for that, like, so he adapted and overcame as somebody who's been sexually assaulted. Like, yes, like, the, he, he was able to adapt and overcome, mm-hmm. and he does have those things, like, the protective boundaries in place and there's a reason he's the way he is. And I think, and it's the books do a really good job. I appreciate books when they address those issues that it happens, but it's not up in front in your face. Like you can read between the lines very much. You're not getting the full graphic play by play, but you are also getting the aftermath. Yes. Mm And like in that, I think one of the best ways that the author did it was it was pulled in overhearing a conversation with Amos and Naomi and in like hearing, like and realizing that he was hearing something he wasn't supposed to listen to, like he wasn't supposed to know. And that carries through several books. He's like, I'm not supposed to know this but I know. And every time you have a pulled in POV that has Amos, like there's, that's all you can, you can yeah. feel it's in the back mm-hmm. of his heart. I'm not. Yeah. So it was, it, it was, people don't write trauma very well. And these authors wrote this wonderful. I appreciate something they wrote into Amos's character that he recognizes he's broken from his, from yeah. his past. Yes. And he is centered on Holden as his moral focus, his moral center. Yeah. And yeah, when he has time in whichever book it is, four, five, Two. where he has that yeah. chunk of time where he's away from Holden and he's oh, yeah, when he's done in Baltimore. Yeah. He gets to a point, it is five, but he's like, I need to get back. This isn't good because yeah. he's drifting. I, I don't have I don't have a North Star. I gotta get back to my North Star to yeah. show me the he direction. Sees I need that. To go. And yet yeah. he still does, you know, just well and then but then he still use he actually ironically uses Clarissa now as his North Star in that moment. Like he's doing things for her, like he's doing this great caretaking and like yeah. he's not using her as a North Star, but he's balancing off of her. So, and, and then she's got that great line. I'm not a monster. I, I've done bad things, but I'm not a monster. So I, so I do want to talk just general strengths of the series. And we're dipping into some of these right now. I know. One of them, another of the strengths I'll toss out there is that whole redemption arc for, for Clarissa Mao. And the role that both Holden plays in that, as well as Amos. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. I don't think the show does it as much justice as the books do. It short-circuited it, made it yes. too simple. And yeah, you don't see, but so much of it is internal. So it's hard to portray that. They tried really hard. I, I, I can't imagine, like they, they did a decent yes. job, but it's just, there's so, because it's all internal dialogue yeah. for her. Yeah. Cause you like in the books, you have her yes. perspective, you know why she's doing it. That is something very difficult to translate to the screen because un- uh, unless somebody's just sitting there talking and like, this is yeah. why I'm doing this. It's the parent problem. We, we How do you portray this stuff? I, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought the actor did a, did a fantastic job of, of doing a great, great job with the scripts. 
but there's only yeah. so much you can do on screen and versus is, in the yeah. on the page and book clarissa yeah. was written much better than show clarissa but i'm not taking any, anything away from the actor she did a fantastic oh, she did job. a fantastic she they is clarissa into I, that's it what so i see now more with the, uh, with the books when i picture like when i when i listen to the book now she her, that she is clarissa yeah. in my now head. what's funny is when i read it that is not how i pictured clarissa but she oh, so really? became it on the TV series that no, that that's Clarissa now. I'm just, she did a great yeah. job playing that. The thing for me in the books that really helped sell it was the first few times I want to. I guess it was book four. Yeah, it's the fourth book, I think. It's, yeah, it's when they're going to the ring because they had her, they had her perspectives for book four, and she was known as Melba Co. Right. Yes. And then later on in the series, she was Clarissa. Yeah. So in the books, you can most definitely tell that she got her redemption arc. It's a little bit harder to, sh to see in the show because yeah. she did the thing. She was captured. She was put in jail. Earth got bombed. She escaped from jail. And then she got on the Rossi. In the books, it, it, you get her perspective. Yeah. So you get what she was going through. And right. her mm -hmm. of it. so you know for a fact that even in her mind, she made a complete 180. Yeah, well, and, and like, yes, and it, like the books do have a much better perspective on like, it's taking ownership yes. of things that you've done yes. wrong in your life and knowing like, in, like ugh, again, so yes. well written. <laughs> that like, yeah, it, and well, and, and there's also a big, amazing forgiveness piece, which in the, in, in people, like there are people, it's different people in the show and the books who have problems yeah. with mm -hmm. it, but just the giving grace to people that's yeah. like yeah you there, you literally tried to murder me and you did murder the entire like you were trying uh, to like you literally murdered the entire ship on the tv show when amos comes walking in yeah thanks cap and walks right past with her you know <laughs> hey you don't yeah <laughs> yeah and, and hold it and just like huh and see, that's um, better in the like, books, I, but it was wait, funny wait, on the TV just, show. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, like, Cap, you you know, like when you said I could do whatever. And you know, then the way he just, he just said, like, just Cap, Cap. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate yeah, so, you, man. Uh, Love you. And then, yeah. come on in, Clarissa. It's all good. Yeah. And, and, after, like, and just, no, Peaches. <laughs> peaches. That's right. Amos is nicknames for people. Like honestly, nickname. I love nicknames and I love <laughs> Amos's nicknames for everyone. Uh, uh, oh, oh, and honestly, I can't think Chrissy. of the actress or like, anybody besides Chrissy. When when he tells um Bobby when he's talking to Bobby about about Officer Allen calls her Chrissy and she says, you know, the old lady doesn't like when you call her that, he says, at least I call her that to her face. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. Can we talk about Bobby for a second? Yes. Because I, I am she's actually I Bobby think... on page and on screen separately. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> All right, that that is an interesting request. No, we don't have totally to talk about that. it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> I, want, I want them both separately for who they are. I definitely liked yeah. book Bobby better than TV Bobby. I loved TV Bobby, but TV Bobby for me gets overshadowed by Karina Drummer. Oh, oh. yeah. 
And Karina Drummer in the show is a culmination of Multiple, like four yeah. Characters. I didn't like her in the show because of what I wanted oh. from the book. And I know they make choices. They had to squeeze some stuff in there. That's the one part of the yeah. TV show. I don't like the changes they made in the adaptation. Yeah, in the show... Karina Drummer is a culmination, literally, of like four yeah. people. And um, that's been the interesting thing. So I rewatched the show and then I've started re listening to the books. I'm almost done. But that, that's the ones like, oh, interesting. Like, th- this is where the nuanced people come mm-hmm. in. It's mm-hmm. all over the place. So in Karina Drummer, like, the Karina yeah. Drummer right. in the show didn't do 90% of the things that happened. So, like, and again, like, you have to make yeah. decisions. It's easier to have one character go through. I like, I love her. Like, I love her. Like, just deadpan face. Oh, she's and, a fantastic actor. Oh yeah, she did yeah. a great job. Okay, end of TV yeah. series, where Holden is now going to be the head of the OPA's thing. I forget the name of yeah. the. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I'm like what? That, they they changed yeah, the, that the, too? Uh, Are you kidding me? And then the way they switch it right there in his speech, I'm like, oh, I see what you did. That, that yeah. happened in the books. Like they offered it to him, and he's like, you know, I got it. But then I'm yeah, but he flat turned it down and got it over so, to now no, not drummer to the earlier he, character. It's not drummer it that he yeah. turns. It's not drummer that he turns it, it over to. It's like, a drummer like 15 years later. Yeah, yeah. my my big problem yeah. with the show was how dirty they did Michio Pa because she was such an integral part of the resistance and she they they rolled a bunch of her stuff in a drawer yeah Michio Pa was actually the exo on the the, um yeah yes um and so she was was one that did that she was the first in the in the book she was the first president of the trade Trade alliance right yeah, and, and and she was the captain of yeah. the ship. It wasn't Drummer that was, and that was just one they decided. That too was too many characters. Was, we're just cutting that one out. Well, well I mean, they, we're not cutting, but we're changing it. And we're gonna put it all in Drummer. Yeah. They put her story into Drummer, and then they brought her back in the show to make her some like side piece character and get her dirty. Well, she, yeah, she's a medic. She's part of the fam, like Drummer's yeah. family. Yeah. She's a medic and she keeps fucking things up. Like she can't launch things yeah, on she time. She pushes she the wrong button on the screen. Yeah. And, and they're kicking her off. Yeah, essentially, yeah. they're just like, you, you're just not functioning yeah. well. We love you. You're still part of, you're still part of the family. But collective. Also, side note, love the way the books and the show deal with non-traditional yes. family style. So like, and it's just, it's natural. So like as a queer person, I really appreciate this. Mm-hmm. And like, as somebody who's like dabbled in poly stuff as like the side piece, you know, no. whatever. <laughs> that, that's a conversation for another time. But I love the fact that there's, yeah. Holden has eight parents and, and they even go into like these interesting details in the books about how his parents got together yeah. and like these two guys are a couple. And then these, like these three people are a couple, but they all get together like in their like it, and they just make it it's normal, seamless, very natural. Yep. It just yeah. happens that <laughs> anytime he has to try to explain who his parents are, though, 
Well, they start that he has a story to tell. Episode of this of the first season, yeah. they're like, "So, which one was your mother?" Well, Mother Elisa had the widest hips, so she's the one that birthed me. Like, I am a yeah. full yeah. spectrum of these five fathers and three mothers. They were a polyamorous family on a farm in yeah. Montana. I'm a full spectrum of all of them, but I was gestated in Mother Elise because she had the widest hips and was better able to hold me. <laughs> Did I interpret the science appropriately there that literally they took genetics from yes. all of them? Yes. And, yeah, okay. That's that's what I understood. They, they didn't yeah. all have an orgy. They did this in a test tube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they had well, orgy at some okay. point. Nah, okay. you know. This, this a little bit to the, like, there's a whole bunch of I believe buttons that have to, because right now none of us can fathom being able to regrow a limb yes. or oh yeah. um, some of the medical advances. But it's, it's just one of those, like, you press that I believe button. He doesn't, like, he explains it enough that you're like, okay, yeah, I see why that's feasible. Or mm -hmm. like there's technologies today. And if it advances like yeah. another hundred years or so, like maybe we could actually do that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that can totally happen. He definitely skirts that line really well of, it, and again, like not trying to actually explain how it happens, yeah, like but just like. Well, that's it. That's one of the things yeah. I consider a strength of this series is it holds to the science Absolutely. in as far as what might be possible. I'm so glad they don't have lasers and they actually use See? Bullets. Oh, those tungsten Never bullets, watched. man. You know, yes, that would make immense sense. And I <laughs> love the ex I love the Epstein drive, the acceleration, deceleration. Yeah. I mean, that all makes so much sense. Not going to lie. I was in the military and what we shoot out of a Seawiz, so close in weapon system, uh, it's tungsten rounds. That's what they use in the books. Uh, <laughs> See? There you they go. Use, yeah. And it like, yeah, like it's just so spot on. So as somebody like. There is so much of science fiction that ignores the uh, force on a human yeah. body. This does not yeah. in no. any way. It leans into it. And yes, we've come up with a concoction that can help you survive what you shouldn't be able to. But even that you might stroke out. You might not make it. But then Fred Johnson's actually does stroke yeah. out. And I was sad to see the adaptations decision on how to yeah, that was a tough end one. him because I loved the book. Well, and I think the, the way they did that was because of the actor's misbehavior. No, 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 no. You're talking well, about. Well, that, that was for, uh, that was for uh, Alex. Alex. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm aware of that. No, I'm talking about Fred Johnson. Yeah. What they did with Fred in the books is how they wrote Alex yeah, out of the yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah, when that happened on the show, I got on Wikipedia. I said, wait a second, there's something going on here. And, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. But, yes, like, and I do not approve of any of the behavior that he had. And I'm glad that they were able, like, in a, at least they were able to, like, correct. Like, Part of me would have rather they replaced the actor than change the story like that. I would have been okay with that. They, they did his character well by firing the actor. I don't, I don't know. Like replacing, like that's just such a fine line. I know like, it's I a don't, judgment call, but you know, like, and, and again, Matt, we're changing Matt. You know, it happens. The first season, this was the final season. I'm okay with them writing him out and him yeah. dying, saving his family, the character. I am more than okay with the actor being fired. Oh yeah. 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 He's a creepo at cons. Come on. Yeah, like, like in Jake Iger, like it, like like with with Matt and Wheel of Time, like it was the first season. You can't just kill him off. You gotta gotta do a. Also, still Wheel 
Amazon, show us Donald. Yeah. Like he exists. We know we know Matt exists. Donald, you have so, to like, hit this out of the park, Donald. man, because ugh. I, I think he will, but Matt's also so good. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and on it, like and I I hate that I love Alex. Like Alex is one of my oh, favorite yeah. characters yeah. in the show. He's in the books. I, I love him in the books so much. But you know, keep in mind. Off-screen personal behavior does not diminish yeah. the character he created and his performance. Yes. It doesn't diminish it. It doesn't excuse it either. His off-screen <laughs> stuff. No, yeah. you suck, dude. You can't be I like know. that. Yeah, it, it makes me morally conflicted. So, like, yes, I, feel I, I, bad still, I still love it. Gotcha. him. I still love his performance. I love the way he's portrayed the character. And I just hate the fact that in real life, he's a shitty yeah. asshole. It, yeah. And that's just have to reconcile his people which is completely opposite of who he's portraying on the show like alex in the books and on the show is this very kind like warm loving person alex is he's he he really is the glue like he knows he's kind of the the yes i was gonna say he's like the grandfather the the uncle that's always there for the show though who had flaws basically abandoned his family you know they're yeah. Nobody well, was perfect. I, and that's a that's a strength of the expanse. We don't have any perfect characters. No. You know, these are well-rounded one people. One of my favorite, though, like getting to your outline, one of my favorite things about the book, <laughs> and I think <laughs> she said show, outline. I think the show kind of does this a little bit dirty, but um in the books, they are like even from the cant and like all the stuff that happens with the Canterbury. They're a family. They're a unit. They are together all the time. There are some things that people start nuance questioning, but they never really break apart as a family. In the show, and I can understand in the show, like they make it more dramatic that there's all these arguments mm-hmm. and like, and I get why like yeah. that that's better for yeah. ratings because like just having everybody happy and copacetic is like not good TV. <laughs> But they always come back, and even in the show, they still come back yeah. and they're this family unit. But just just that cohesiveness, yep. and they're they're in sync. Mm-hmm. They're they they're on this. Well, they don't they don't show us the the downtime really in the show. They don't really show it all that much in the books. They kind of talk about it. Yeah. As far as like the downtime go and the arguments and the yeah. the budding heads, and it's it's normal family stuff, but it's all done from yes. a loving place. Mm-hmm. So, it, but and they're it's not they are a family. They, yeah, they yeah they disagree with each other, but they they argue with each other. But you know, then you make up. Yeah, well, I think it's book three. It's one of my favorite, like especially on this reread that I re-listen that I've done. Um, they're in a bar together. They've just made a major haul. So they've got like money and, but they only want to be yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're on, I think they're on series or yeah. what Tycho or whatever, wherever they are they're They just only want like, and they keep prolonging. So Holden orders this like 150 year old whiskey and the, like yep. they just keep drinking and they don't, they don't yeah. want to leave yeah. each other. And that's just like that, that one scene just speaks so much to the family yep. dynamic of like, they are people from random parts of the universe and they have found each other and they love each other so much. Like, and they're not in that polyamorous yep. relationship, like Karina no. Drummer. The supportive uh, family. Me too, actually, actually, Me Too Pal has, but yeah, but, but they... One of those great family moments is demonstrated when Holden and Naomi finally come out as 
oh yeah, we're 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 a thing, you know, and, yeah. and gotta share this with the crew. Oh yeah, they they got a bet, the bet going, and <laughs> and the others are like, told you, you know, and they're all like, oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I said at the beginning <laughs> of the show that um, this week I've listened to the first book and the last book, and. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen until the second season of the show, but it happens in the first book of the series of yeah. Naomi and James finally sleeping together. It's so good. And they did a great job of it in the show. Which, by the way, is such a sexy scene. Like they, the, the, show, the show doesn't really have a lot of sexy scenes, but one of the, like, I like. Some of them are pretty fucking hot, though. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it with my goddaughter. Who? Oh, with well, the first time they go at it right there, floating yeah. in the oh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I want to go to space. <laughs> yeah, I watched that scene with my goddaughter who's thirteen, and she was like, "This is so gross. Can we fast forward?" And meanwhile, I'm like, "Oh my god, this nope, is art." <laughs> we watched this again, and it's like. Ooh. It was a very different experience seeing it from like a, a 13, 14, I don't know how old she is. Like She, she can't drive but, yet. Uh, uh, but but no, listening to it in the books, it, I mean, it happened fairly fairly close to how it happened in the show. Uh, like, I, I yeah. want to say, I think it happened, they were at the table in the, on the ship and Jim goes, Naomi, can you please pass me the salt? And it was like, you guys are fucking... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is such an animal. Yes. Like, like again, very true to character. Because yeah, like, he might not see everything on the surface, but he sees into it. Yeah, no filter. Just like oh, I'm I'm gonna call it the way it is. He has a massive BS yeah. meter. It, anything yeah. you're trying to pull past, well, him, no, he's gonna also, smell it shows, that. It, it it shows how much of a of a futuristic family that they are because he looks over because you know jim is like you know i don't want this to change blah blah, blah. and now Al uh, amos just cuts him off and it's like alex them fucking gonna make you less of a pilot no well them fucking's not gonna make me less of a mechanic so i don't fucking care jim you gotta do three times for that sentence <laughs> yeah uh, and it, yeah it, uh, it's again this the craftsmanship of the yeah. story it's is so, so good, good and and keep, keeping true to the characters and dynamic characters. Yeah. yeah. They're so good. They're so much fun. And I think the actors did such a great job. All they of really them. Did. Even even if oh. their their characters got done dirty, like the actor that that played Michio Pa, like even in the show, she was very different in the book, but she was so good. Oh, oh god, no, my heart breaks for her cuz cuz she's just in the she's show, she's so just so good. sad, she's, and like oh. you can see, like she just wants to stay with her family, yeah. and she knows. So when that. Um, I recently oh. rewatched season six this week, preparing for this, and I remember whenever season six came out last year, they were super active on Twitter, and so I was following them along, and you know, hashtag Pollyann Belter fam, and it was so good. They're they're such fantastic actors. I I love yep. them. I oh, yeah. I really wish you know, would have gotten her her good. I feel like I should do like the belter gesture of yes, like nodding hand hand nodding yeah. yes. for yes. The hand so nodding. Yeah. A character I'm gonna throw in and comment on is uh, and I don't retain the names as well as some of you guys have yet, but 
Bull? Bull. In, in, in the, in the, he was born there in the show. Bull. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love his character in the book. Yes. But yeah. I love what they uh, did with him in the TV I, series because we got more of him. Like... Yeah, he was only in the one no, book in the series. <laughs> yeah. no. He goes out as a hero, oh. but he's dead. No, yeah. I wanted more of him. Well, so we got more of him. Well, and, and that's another of the characters. So Bull in the show is Karina Jarner. Yeah. 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 It, as well as me too, yeah. Pa. And when they decide not to blow up Karina yeah. Drummer in the elevator, I'm like, wait, yeah. no, this the person who's in this in the books dies. And they totally yeah. went on the psych move in the show. They were like, yeah, we're yeah. going to get the people who think they know what's happening. Ha <laughs> ha. No, she survived. Season five is where they yeah. deviated the most. When they were on New Terra Illus, they left out the entire stuff in space above the planet. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Naomi does not go and get captured. And well, and that's an interesting arc because, like, there's a couple things in the show where they leave characters hanging. So, Miller's partner, Havlon, series, and I can't remember his name right now. See, I got that one. He's he's Bull in the book. Thank you. No, but but in the books, he is the security officer. Right, on the other ship. Yeah. In space, and And he's got this background, and so, and and that's one way Naomi starts communicating. Like they figure, they figure this thing out that they both know Miller. She's like, yeah, Holden's not crazy. Like Holden's been seeing your partner. (laughs) Like we're Um, actually friends, yo. (laughs) Yeah, and and she's able to talk him, like, and and have this calm stasis of, like, and Naomi is just like, oh my god, I wish I had her calm and chill and just like the logic and brilliance that she like she is probably the smartest person on the show one thing i also love about this books is that um clarissa they they are all literally rocket scientists Uh Uh (laughs) so so, again just when i was just again re-listening the book so the book where uh, it's eric amos and clarissa they're trying to fix this rocket ship and she's just like yeah all of us are like gangsters and murderers and we're trying to do this rocket science together and yeah that's kind of funny and cool <laughs> and ironic and I, I was literally walking in the middle of the street with it like during work hours and started just literally burst out laughing at that comment that she said and people like looked at me i was like see i'm so glad i'm not the only one who does this i'm listening to audiobooks as i exercise in the morning and i'll just burst out laughing in the middle of nowhere nobody's around me you know at least i wasn't crying <laughs> so like there's been scenes where i've just been like in public just like sobbing oh, yeah. my brain i, I, I listen a lot at work I, and i've had i've had people come up to me like are you okay i'm like this is so uh, there's a good there's a good part in the final book when Holden is talking to Amos and Amos is talking uh, about some stuff like with the ship and stuff and and stuff and he says something like it's not rocket science and Holden's like um well, it is yeah, rocket it science is. you are a rocket scientist <laughs> like you are like I'm not I'm not gonna lie like I always love these things because one of the programs like I'm not working on this program anymore but we actually like launch rockets as a test thing so 
like and, and people have made shirts that say it is actually rocket science and, and so yeah yep. so i i am not one of the smart people that like i just work on the program but i love i love the fact that like rocket science is natural i just do the clickety clack but it might be rocket science uh. eventually yeah. So another character they did well in the books that actually they carried over to the TV, I thought very faithfully and I enjoyed was Miller. Yes. Yeah. I mean, cause that would be a hard, how, how do you pull that? And they pulled it off. They did a good job with Miller. And I told you a little bit before that I've watched the show with my goddaughter and she's just like, he's just so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes and i was like and i just kept laughing because i like and she's like am i ever gonna like this guy i was like you will yeah, i mean maybe uh, sort of but like like you're not gonna find him sexy but you're gonna empathize with him a little i bit mean more. depending on what you wait she wanted to fast through fast forward through the sex scene right so that wasn't even in the consideration. Oh, she didn't like kissing. She definitely did not like the sex scene. <laughs> so. um, one thing that I thought was, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned it here. I know it talked about it beforehand. Leading up to this, I re-listened to the first book and the last book. Yep. Yes. Oh, you only mentioned it once whatever. With the first book, with Miller, his infatuation with Julie, they kind of creepy the show. But they really get into it in the books, and it's hard yeah. not to fall in love with Julie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think one thing that they try to introduce in the show is like, and I just rewatched the last episode of the first season, and that's the first time he starts having visions mm -hmm. yeah. of Julie. But in the books, he's always communicating mentally with his yeah. ex-wife, so like he's always got the resounding, mm -hmm. and then it gets turned over and the like he really does he really does fall in yes. love with what they did a nice really, job it, it, in the books and they and played it through in the tv in the series as well is basically this guy's world yeah. has fallen apart he's yeah. got nothing this is the one thing he can maybe do right he can see through yeah. and he gets so far into it that he just now she's his everything that's all there is left to him and and that becomes love well, it, and it becomes the perfect launching point for the proto molecule yes. to yeah. go back. Like, and it's like the fact that he is there. They did that so like, nice on the TV show. They really did. Okay, so in the in the show, Octavia Mus is his previous partner, and in the books, yeah. it's his partner after Havelock, and he's kind of talking with her and. He's, this is after he's been reassigned from the Julie Mal case. It's a little bit later on. And he's like, why would they assign me this case? And she's like, well, they would assign it to somebody that they know would fuck it up. And he's like, oh, so I'm the, I'm the village idiot in this. And yeah. that's kind of sets him on his yeah. downward spiral. Yeah. But yeah. also that hits his brain as far as like coming up too. That actually is an upper, yes. it, ironically. It's an yes. upward spiral. So he, he takes that and he's like, yeah, they thought I was going to fuck this up. But actually. Well, we get the understanding. He used to be that guy. He used to be the top yes. dog. And then his marriage fell apart and everything went to crap. Yeah. And this is the trigger that gets him to tap back into who he could be. And he started drinking and just like, and just like doing well, and, and he actually kind of fell a little bit into the mob mentality. Like, I'm just going to space you, like, and I don't fucking care. And just allowing sloppy police yeah. work 
Which that was kind of like the Miller from the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no cops on series. There's no laws on series. Only and, cops. And the actor was so good, like a portraying. Tom Jane is so that, good. Like, he was being, yeah. being confident, but also being yeah. a fuck up. <laughs> I, I know so. I've mentioned their podcast once. Um, I will say the actual name Ty and that guy, which is Ty Frank, one of the uh, one of the authors, and I remembered it, Wes Chatham. There you, there you go. Yay! There you go. Is the actor that plays Amos. They do a podcast together, and they go through the episodes of the show. I've listened oh, to, that sounds uh, really interesting. to a few of a few pieces of it. It's so good. God damn it! I'm now I have the short stories and the yeah, podcast. yeah, because I don't have nearly enough podcast content to right? try to keep current with. And and also just just so you're aware, Jim, and you too, Ty Frank. When you publish this, I'm going to share it on Twitter and I'm going to tag them. Nice. And we'll see what happens. Love it. <laughs> All right. And, and I will retweet. Cheers. All right. We've been talking Expanse stuff for a good hour now because we had our yeah. introductory stuff and, you know, and we already jumped into Expanse even than that, but it's still been a good hour. This is like, I think we just need to acknowledge this is going to be an actual long episode. That's fine. <laughs> I'm moving into like that, that delicious smelling dinner is yeah. i'm just making sure sorry jim's it's not burning taking, that's all we're taking okay. him hostage <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned leia a while ago you know get back on the outline and i started laughing because we're like whatever we are all over the What's place the it's great here? it's fantastic <laughs> but i am going to reference now jump to a couple things here mind blowing moments from the series in whichever format tv show whatever what were times where you were like, Phew. I'll give you one. When they finally freaking dropped the rocks on Earth. They'd been making comments about it for books and books. And then they did it. And I'm like, holy crap. They did it. They teased that from the from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the books obviously get way more into the details. But they do a good job they on do. the show. And um Chrissy, our favorite actress, like going out there, look like in her beautiful fur coat, looking over fields that should have been producing, but it's now covered in snow. Yeah. Like, yes, that's just honestly, can you imagine? Like, we we literally have movies about rocks being dropped on Earth. Oh, yeah, Deep Impact. That's one of my so many Armageddon. Armageddon, yeah. yes. Yeah, that like that is kind of one of our fears. Like, and there literally actually recently was tests done of launching space lasers to blow up rocks. And it was like and, and they I'm sure it was but it was they did an open source public release about like, yeah, no, we can shoot down rocks now. <laughs> so that is an actual thing that we have problems uh, with that we're concerned about. So this okay. isn't necessarily a mind-blowing thing, but I literally have this on a post-it that I put on my corkboard in front of my desk. Okay, now hold it's it up again. Room. Come give me the full screen. What's the oh, post-it say? Oh, no. I, I, I'll read it. You can. You can. It's, I have horrible handwriting. No, so we want. We want to see so, it. Put it up. Put it up. It says there. It is. If life transcends death. Then I will seek for you there. If not, then there too. And that is on Officer Rose's gravestone. Yes, oh, yeah. that's 
that's what's on her yes uh-huh. and uh-huh. i want to say it's yeah. book six or seven it's on her gravestone on latonia yes. who that's she that's fucking that's hated <laughs> but they respected oh. her enough to put that on her gravestone oh man that was a slap in the face that's right and it, it's such a beautiful quote that I legit want that on my gravestone if I'm actually buried. I would much rather prefer to be cremated or do one of the, like the the pods that grow a tree in a park or something like that. But I would want that to be on a plaque for myself later on when I do eventually pass because yeah. it's so beautiful. Because I'm not I'm not necessarily religious. I grew up religious. I'm not anymore. But if life transcends death, then I'll meet you there. If not, then there too. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's so much to think about with yes. that quote. Like, what does... And in the book, Holden is talking to her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah. And, 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 like, they even, like, discuss that. Like, both of them are perplexed yeah. by that quote. And they're both also in agreement of, I, I can't believe this is here. Right, really, right, yes, yes, because that's after Holden was like, taken taken hostage. Um, yeah, six, yeah, yeah. and he he'd been there for like six or seven years, like months or or a year. Or so. years. Was it years several, already? Several years. Several yeah. years. Okay. I, I, I now I will say this is jumping ahead in our notes, but that is one of my criticisms of there are different time jumps of different years, and they do talk about it and mention how, how much time has passed, but it is a jarring punch in the face of the time in the books. But I think, I think, I think that says more about our culture, but we're used to watching yes. shows and like in the, in, in the show, like they don't, yes. that, and that's one of my criticisms of the show is they don't really do a good job of acknowledging how long it takes to yeah. do things. So, and, but and that's, that's one every of my show issue with that. Yeah. Cause yeah, well, and one of my positives <laughs> of the book is like they, the authors are very like it takes this amount of time and it, like the scientific scientificity. I've just made <laughs> that word. Yep, yep. Of um, Scientology, like a, a, how long space travel happens, and they discuss like the planets and yeah. orbit and how much like it, yep. it won't always be the same distance and. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not always consistent, but then also the concept that time is still based, and and this is something that we experience today is we do time and locality based off of the British twenty four hour day. So when you go to places like Mars or the Belt or like some of these other like Gamamine or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's it's still based off of the twenty four hour day mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Earth even though that's not at all applicable to some of these, and especially some of the later books, they, they get into the... I mean, even, even on the stations, they, they do eight-hour shifts where they're doing an eight-hour work day, they have an eight-hour fun day, yeah. then they have an eight-hour sleep day, and that's yep. just an eight-hour... That's a 24-hour shift. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the actual mm-hmm. orbital. Like, like again, it's a big yeah. rock, yeah. so it's not or it's not spinning like this. Mm-hmm. Like, and Earth they is. talk about that a lot more in the later books after the rings open because yeah. then they're like, oh, well, this planet has point or one point two. I, I want to say it's in the final book because it's um, Alex's son, and his wife. When they're like, well, this planet has a one point two four hour Earth. Oh, yeah. there's there's several times. Yeah. So like on New Terrace, on yeah. um, they they were talking about like how the days 
it's a i think in new yep. terrace i can't remember the actual name it's like a 30 hour day or something like that it's a, it's a 30 it's a 32 hour a day. real science moment that jumped in from the books where i went huh how come i never thought of that before was the elliptical plane you know that all the planets mm -hmm. kind of rotate on the same yeah. and then they throw the rocks up and down you know and yeah why didn't i think of that before i i don't yeah. know but i had to look it up and went it's legit that's real, real. Oh. and then they they continue to use that rocks as a tactic mm -hmm. and they did it in the show where the rocks came flying out by the gate from outside the elliptical plane and took a whole bunch out yeah yeah it's like, yeah, like in, in like in Tiamat's Wrath in the book, when Naomi is basically has her fleet of four hundred ships, they're launching rocks. Like they're just mm -hmm. like launching stealth mm -hmm. rocks to. Yeah. Like I love that they like bring it all back again. Yeah, I, I love that they talk about that. I want to say in like the second or third episode of the show, when Avastral is on the roof of her home with her grandson. And they're talking about, you know, they could drop a rock on us at any point. They do. And then, then all it, it's her husband. It's her, her husband. Then a few years later, it's like 30 rocks being dropped on them. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. this show is the show and the books are beautiful, each in their own right. They each tell the story differently, but it's the same story from yeah. different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, and totally. Because it's different mediums because in the show they can show not tell and in the books they tell not show because it's yeah. words on page. But something that comes through really strong in this particular adaptation, because I have no issue calling out adaptations that are crap. Yeah. Shannara. Yeah. Okay, just <laughs> well, put that out there. Okay. But this yeah. was a really true to source adaptation not that it was page by page trying to say everything the same way but it was so yeah. true to source and yes. i loved it yes it, it, yeah well and and they've got such great details within the show like in a, like the show is worth re-watching so the good. books are so worth rereading like it, it's very much wheel of timey where you could just keep going back I'll get fucked up and watch the first season just to queeze my stomach up and watch how great <laughs> the space stuff is because uh, I yeah. just, I didn't have a I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I've been a Star Wars fan since I was a kid. Yeah, I have not problems, not even trouble, quandaries watching Star Wars stuff now. Yeah, they ignore the reality of space. Come of on, the science behind the ships in space. Well, you, you sometimes, yeah, you you have to press an I believe button. So there's this, like, and it's this big. It's a huge yes, I believe yeah, button. Very much. So. I was going to say that earlier. You got to say, all right, I'm going to suspend my belief. And yeah. this, this is my brain. And this is how things work. And so that's how it is in the Expanse world. This is how it is in the Star Wars world. Sure. This is how it is yeah. in the Star Trek world. And if you have the brain capacity to get past, not, not even get past that, but to get okay with it. Man, this series is so fucking good. Well, but you actually really don't have to it's like a small button in the expanse. Yeah, you, you you don't yeah, you don't have to go very far. Like the and one thing that I love about a I'm I'm just gonna say the books and then the show follows yeah. through is that yes, it is sci-fi, but there are very limited like there are there's a couple of books where it's not really about like it takes you and Jake to your point earlier, like the the series doesn't really start until the sixth yeah. book. It's so much more science than fiction. 
and not even science. So there's all the interesting political oh, factions. It's such a good and, political and, and yeah, well, and, and each book has its little own nuance that yeah. you're so like the one the the book where they're on Illus, New Terra. Yeah. Like that's all a lot about. So there is an interesting sci-fi portion to that. That is not the main Ooh. story. It's it's the pioneering yeah. concept. Yeah. Of yes. It's the Wild, wild like west. That's, that's the yes. it is a, it is a real story yeah uh told yeah. in a different way of like the colonization of the americas like if we're now, being real about it like yeah, that's true. And, 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 all, we're gonna be here and then the real shit that's there is like okay we're gonna fucking kill you like this is our spot yeah yeah there's one science thing they made up for this that i appreciate they held to consistently through the books and through the show and it had to be annoying as heck on the show the magnetic boots yes click 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 all the way through the show they kept doing it they had to be going nuts trying to it put was, this all it was in all the really time good in the show but not perfect but just by a small Margin. And you but can yes. understand your mind can yes. grasp. Okay, there's no gravity. This is how you kind of connect. It wouldn't work nearly as well as they make it show that. It yeah, would and work. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I just rewatched Flyer Fight. Flyer Fight. I've let seen me, that. Let, show. Me have, yeah, let me have another drink. Let me let me have another sip, and I'm gonna try this again. So one second. Uh, I rewatched Firefly recently, and with how well the authors did, and even in the show again, like the books and like talking like they're always talking about how things are rotating like what how fast are yep. you going to force gravity and i'm watching firefly and i'm like yeah that shit does <laughs> literally doesn't fly so, i mean i believe it's just it was such a snarky thing in my head <laughs> so it's like, one of my favorite series like it's not a series yeah uh, I had the same thought a after reading and watching The Expanse. Star Wars is one of my oh. favorites. Like, what, oh, yeah. Love it. Here. I have Star Wars tattoos. Or Star Trek. Like, watching Star Trek. Like, how much are... See, you're all in, yeah. man. There it is. So, after reading and listening to... Or after reading and watching The Expanse books and show, and then watching some Star Wars stuff, I'm like, that shit is not believable. But you know, you, that's a, you've got to suspend your belief and be like, all right, this is the world I'm in. And so yeah. that's fine. Yeah. The Expanse is like, okay, this is real world shit, regardless of anything, period. So can I tell you guys Please. the books that I compare The Expanse yes. to? Please. The Martian. The Martian. Have not read yeah. that one. That's great. Yeah, it's the almost, science is solid. Oh, with the Mar Andy Weir. It's good. Oh. Yeah. And the book's better than the movie. Well, and, and yeah, no, it's very accurate. And like, I'm literally, I'm literally looking at it in my bookshelf right now. And one of my favorite things, like you guys know, I love space pirates, but one of my, and I actually, as I was reading the book, this is back when I read books, not just listen to them. There, there's this chapter about like international law. And, <laughs> and so the, the main character concludes like, so Therefore, I am a space pirate. And I literally, I, I was on an airplane, started laughing out loud. It took a screenshot, like, like took a picture and like sent it to my dad. Like, you have to read this book <laughs> because they talk about space pirates. Yep. 
There's an entire chapter dedicated to All space. Right, so pirates. you like The Martian. Have you read Project Hail Mary yet? Ooh, I have not. It's his next book. If you like The Martian, you're going to love Project Hail Mary. It's really good. Ooh, it's really good. all right. Maybe, you know what? Actually, we discussed books that we're going to be reading soon. Like, I'm going to put that at the top of my list. All right. I am going to jump to just some final questions. Things that, what do we think? And my first one, of course, was what happens to Philip? And I don't want to know now since you already know, Jake, and I'm going to read it for myself later. I, I, Leia, will, so. I, I will not tell you what happens to Philip. Oh, actually, can I really quickly do a callback? Because I didn't get to say my favorite oh, scene. yes, go ahead. Please. Yeah, because I'm really passionate about this one is Bobby delivering the antimatter nuke and then literally just shooting things up. And like, that's her final yeah. scene. And this, how, and like, and it was several books leading up yeah. to it, like her talking about her father mm -hmm. um, and how her father just deteriorated yeah. and how she would want to go out and reminiscing and about her. Yeah. So, like, the way that she passed and then like i cry every time i hear this mm. but when they start calling in um oh god wherever the houston's are from whatever that world Laconia. is where their base is yeah thank you that one draper station it's like yeah yeah, yeah. no they, so, they played bobby right yeah bobby like like i said earlier i i love bobby Bobby from the show can break my neck with her thighs as long as I go out, as long as how I want to go out with Bobby. And that's yeah, you know, I'd, I'd totally be fine with that if I was between her thighs. Be like, but that, that's <laughs> that's show Bobby with book Bobby. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah. No, well, like she's of all like, and I love like I love Amos on the show in the book. I love I love Alex in the book and the show. But we, like we haven't Bobby, really talked about like how things go after book six, season six of the show books, and just for those few. Sorry, Jim, we're not ending this podcast. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> so with the show and the series, Bobby leaves and lives at the end of book six and season six bobby is a huge part of the resistance of laconia which isn't a mm -hmm. huge part because they teased laconia at the first few minutes of yeah. season six for the show laconia is a huge part of the final few books yeah and the last two yeah totally and like and it's the reason that anaros does his thing yeah. like he, he's just a pawn yes and, and, and they do talk about it in the show, you know, Laconia abandoning Marcos or Marco and because they used um, him yes, to manipulate things to get their stuff to Laconia. So they don't need him anymore. And because, we will uh, not be sending uh, more stuff. Yeah. I can't even think of his there. first name, yeah. but uh Duarte, the uh the leader mm -hmm. of Laconia oh, uh, yeah. is is a genius mm -hmm. and does a great job. It's man. But that takes me to a question I had. Is yes. he, when you say he's a genius, okay, he's very smart. Yes. He's thought some things through. Yes. But in the grand scheme of the story, is yes. he truly a hero? Like he thinks he's be, being for the human race? Or is he just a narcissist that he believes he's the only answer? He's basically Hitler. 
So he That's thinks, not a bad parallel. I, no, I will say it's, it's, yes, it's it's, it's tangential. So he, but he he thinks he's doing the right thing for his people. He thinks all that people. he he really well, believes that. Well, yes. Well, mostly for his people, but then he also thinks he can do this thing for all people. And he even talks in, especially in the books, it's the one of the reasons that he starts injecting himself with a protomolecule is he acknowledges that a society cannot exist with multiple leaders and having visions change. So having consistency. So in his mind, he thinks that that like what he's doing it's is a sacrifice he's making. For the good of humanity, that he'll be that one. Yeah, well, and, and he's forced to vision. attempt to bring his daughter into it, knowing that, like, maybe at some point he, somehow he might die. And so he's like attempting to break, like, groom his daughter for this. And a lot, again, like, like there's a lot of parallelisms with. I believe he believes that. Germany yeah. and. Yeah. And the and the way that they, like, the entire society is abiding by this military law. And we all exist within this military law. But, you know, I don't think Duarte thought he was infallible or perfect. I thought, I think he figured, though, he has a vision. He has a plan. And someone's got to have a plan. This one can work. I'm going to see it through. I don't see anybody else stepping up to do it. I'm going to do it. It might not be the perfect, but I'm going to see it through. Well, and he actually does think it's perfect. Like he, like, and again, like this has a lot, a lot of parallels with Hitler. I think this is what the world needs. Like this is what everyone needs. And all of the other societies that we're going to start ruling over need to come up and we'll figure it out. And one thing I loved in the books was like, our Chrissy read all 84 theses on him and like she had a really good understanding of who he was mm-hmm. and was able to give actual drummer like book drummer some advice on how to start prosecuting a war against him and they but they just didn't realize the technological advantage that the Durante and his whole culture had because of the protomolecule mm-hmm. which is when books started having an actual sci-fi component. <laughs> there was always like throughout so many things like their book three like when bobby and her team gets attacked like there's a big sci-fi sure. thing and so like the whole miller thing like the like they're, they're but the books I, I very much agree with jake the books really don't start until six yeah. and seven now there would be some that could say that Holden actually has some comparison with Duarte in that this belief that I know what's right. I'm the only one who can do this. I'm the only one who's seen what has to happen and is willing Mm -hmm. to do it and pay the price. So is Holden just as bad as Duarte, but it happened to work out in the end for Holden or not? What do you think? Yeah, well, the winner is right history. Yeah. I mean, what if? It could have worked out Duarte's plan, except it couldn't because he didn't understand the other entity. He didn't get that. Yeah. Well, and and that is the one pivot point. So like, that's the only thing that makes Holden better because he had more experience with the protomolecule and he understood more of it. We owe everything to Miller. How weird is that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
all, all this, all yeah. yeah, again, all this it's goes all back. saved because so. of Miller. <laughs> yeah, well, it, like again, I just re-listened to T Mutt's Wrath, and that's where Evie what whatever Elfie. her name is, the scientist. Elfie. I, yeah, Elfie, Elfie, Elfie. Continue. I, I yes. love Elfie's story. Yeah, and she like she thinks that Holden is trying to kill Dante's daughter. And so she like charges out with her, like, like she's crippled. Her husband's like crippled because they've got yeah. these like massive wounds. And she's like charging out in the snow, and, like trying to beg Holden. Meanwhile, <laughs> Teresa has broken Holden out of jail. <laughs> like it's all yeah. Teresa. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's like, but LB's like, please don't kill her. And he's like, I don't know why you thought that, but like, I only did this because I want you to be the scientist. Meantime, her friend in the mountain has a nuke, but you know. (laughs) Which her friend in the mountain who has a nuke is also Amos Bruce. Yeah, that was great. And now he's immortal. So, you know, that's just how things work. But yeah, but uh, and Holden's like, I don't know why you're yelling at me, but she's the one that broke me out of jail. Like, and I was trying to make you in charge of science things. So stop yelling right, at me. Right. I do hope they do eventually finish this series on television. Oh gosh, I I would love. It. I don't know who. I don't know when. Maybe there's a gap of twenty see... years, and they bring the same actors back. Yeah. I would love to yeah, see a I trilogy of films. Of the final three books, like let let, let each of the last three books yeah. be a trilogy of films, or let each of the last three books be a well, film. It's not trilogy. even like they. I just I don't know why they discontinued because it's not I like the expanse either. did not have a popular. It wasn't tanking in the. Uh, yeah, I have yeah, a theory. They wanted to allocate their money to other things, and that was all it was. Will of Time, uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That makes you know. a lot of sense. Well, kind of, kind of fuck Lord of the Rings. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping it's better than that, that I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to say that yet. Give me a month and a half. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I I will obsessively watch that <laughs> and reread the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit and the Samaritan. Again, words hard. It's a good drink. But, Grapefruit juice, um, man. It'll no, mess no, you like, up. Put, 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 put money in real time. Put money in the expanse. Like uh, I, I feel like they the did. Expanse is I think they did a great job. Oh, they did, and then they stopped. Yeah, they just stopped. They just stopped. It didn't go downhill. They were doing quality all the way to the end, and then they stopped doing it. But we right, want so, more. But, and they kept it open. That, yeah. and that is, in my opinion, the reason why is if it's done now, then it's done. If yeah. there's enough business to let us continue this on for a movie or three movies or something like yeah. that. Then let's then then we'll do it. We'll put the money into it. But let's yep. like I said, Firefly style, where you've got the movie after Firefly. All right, this has been fun. This has been great. Thank you <laughs> yeah, so, so much, much for coming and yakking about all of this. And we could go on for another two to three hours. We seriously I, could, but I we could. gotta draw a line somewhere. If, if, if we want to, if we want to do a part two in a few months, just give me a week in advance and I'll read some more books. Woo! All right, all right. I'll actually read the. Oh yeah, let's actually do that, and we can talk about the short story. We can we can do the short stories next. Time. See, see, especially that last one. Yes. Okay. I want to remind everybody who's been listening and watching, you know, 
come find Fantasy for the Ages. We've got a Discord. We love to interact with people there. We're on Twitter about all sorts of whatever. And, you know, come interact with us. That's part of the fun. That's why we do this, too. We don't just like to talk at you. We want to talk with you. So find us. There's ways to find us in the show notes there. And if they've enjoyed spending time with the two of you here today, tell us how they might interact with you some more. I mean, Leah, you've got something after your name on the screen. Maybe you want to tell them about that. Um, yeah, I am uh, part of a cast. Uh, we have this show, as you can see in the name, called Threefold Talks. It's an IEL, so Wheel of Time. Yep. For those of you who read Wheel of Time, it's a bunch of IEL and our token wetlander, Rob, from Nathier Talks. And we... It's hilarious. It's kind of a variety, it's kind of a variety show. So we, we every week we do talk about the Wheel of Time news that has been released that week. And then we just do random chaos. So if they want to catch you live, you're usually what time, what day? Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I've never caught one live, but I've watched a bunch of the recordings. They are great. (laughs) They're great. Yeah. Look for them. I must say, catch them live. Catch them live. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And and we drink drink a lot of Usquai. A lot of Usquai. There may be a little little bit of ooze going involved. <laughs> yeah, this this week we talked about um bridal wreath flowers <laughs> with our guest Bree, who is a romance writer, nice. and that got really interesting, really yeah. <laughs> And Jake, where can they interact with you? I am not a content creator by any means. I have a lot of friends who are, so every now and then I do help out the Will Reeds for their Wad of Fortune once a month, usually towards the end of the month. Which, which we were, were on. on last, and you guys Jake were on. And, and we all wanted to stab Jake because he made all the answers. I'm not the kindest when it comes to prompts for the, the, yeah, the yeah, Wheel of Time, no. Wheel of Fortune game show. It was very I, right, I, wait, I, Waiting for our invite now, Jake. Waiting for our invite. I, I Trust me, I've got, I've got plenty of people. We do it once <laughs> a month and we can have three or four people. So... Um, Trust me, you're on, you're on my oh, list. Can, can I volunteer to be the third for um, Jim and Zach? Yeah, you missed it the other night, right? No, who missed it the other yeah. night? You did, right? No, no, Shelly missed it the other night. You, you were there. Yeah, you were there. Sorry. What are you talking I about? drink a lot. So I, was on it. I do claim Ideal. <laughs> I do claim the shield. And there speed. it is. Look at that. But whereas uh, Leia is a farterized Mai, I am a stoned dog. There you go. I'm a roof. I am the roof mistress, by the way. Absolutely. So, and if you do come and check us out on Discord, that's one of the places you'll find Jake. It's there, Jake Stoned Dog. He's there. Okay, and good people, a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I want to say, I, I think it's at roaming underscore Iel is my Twitter. I don't really post that much except for like giveaways for books and shit on Twitter, but. If you want, which I got one from Wheel Oh, you won one of theirs. Nice. nice. I, uh, I, I won a uh, a mug from them not too long ago. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, I got one of the um, thermal. Nice. We tried to do a giveaway once, and the person <coughs> who won it said, I don't really need a mug, but thanks for the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I'm, I'm a right. lucky motherfucker when it comes to, to winning stuff on Twitter giveaways. 
Okay. Yeah, I will always sign up. I will always like, and actually, like, especially with the wheel reads, I feel guilty because, like, even though I won one, like, I always like go. I'm like, I want another one. Also, I, w- I will say this. Sorry, Jim. We have not talked about this. Uh, Green Ronin Publishing puts out an expanse tabletop RPG book. Oh, um, yeah. And they have a great fun game. I do run a game with some close friends of mine. Leia is one of my players, and I am more than happy to run a game if I can get three, four, five other people that would want to play. I'd be more than happy to uh, to run a game with them. Just reach out to me on Discord. Jim King put you in touch with me or on Twitter. Uh, roaming. Jake is a great DM. I highly recommend you guys. Um, We have we have a good time with our with our current crew, but I I I have such a great time with it. I have a lot of stuff already planned and some stuff that my current group hasn't had a chance to be able to hit yet. So I'm more than happy. Uh, I might need to get in on that sometime. That does sound fun. I'd love to have you, Jim. Yeah, Jim, come join us. Awesome. Sweet. Like we 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 drink the Usqua. Yeah. We t- we talk about cheese. What can go wrong? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, like I said, yeah. I have a I have a I have a one one game that I play once a month with, and I would be more than happy, and I would love to have another group that would uh that would like to play. So if anybody else wants to, by all means, reach out, and if I can get a few people that would love to play. I'd love to run that game as well. So uh, there you go. Yeah, find so Jake on, on Twitter. Us. Find him Great on our time. Discord. Come visit. Yeah, He's right I, there I'm, all I'm the time. Discord. Well, now the only thing I have to do, and this is perfect timing, because the garage door just started opening. My wife's home, and she's gonna <laughs> want dinner. So I'm gonna run our outro, which is gonna be like right next to us. And here's all the stuff we're talking about, how you can get a hold of us, how you can subscribe and like us, find us wherever you interact on social media, unless it's like modern stuff, like Snapchat, uh, Twitch. I don't know those things, but Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Discord. Discord's not scary. Come find us. We no, do Discord's have- awesome. They have a great Discord channel. It's great for first timers. It's great for other other uh, series of books. It's it's a lot of fun. We have an email address. Look at that. Nobody uses it. Oh, look it. at that. Email. You have one. I'm just gonna start I... sending you emails, Jim, just because. <laughs> yeah, I, I might actually email you tonight and tell you how much I love TikTok. Everyone.